Welcome to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. Dr. Belton is a licensed clinical professional counselor and board-certified hypnotherapist that is here to help you in the areas of mental health awareness, getting yourself ready for therapy, and so much more. Now, here is your host, Dr. Pauline Belton. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to Your Therapy Doctor. I am your host, Dr. Pauline Belton, and this is Monday, your mental health power hour. We are here and we will be talking to Dr. Nikki Poindexter Ham. She is the Associate Director of Clinical Counseling and Field Experience at the Bowie State University. Um, one of our HBCUs that has been up and coming and just doing so much amazing things in the area of mental health and wellness. And so today we're going to talk about getting college ready and what are the resources that you will need to help your youngster get ready and willing <laughs> to go to college and feel success and feel as if they are ready to grow in the best way. And we're going to just jump on into it. Welcome, Dr. Nikki. How are you? Can you hear me now? I can hear go. you now. Great. I apologize. I hit, thought I hit a button when I was doing it's this. It's okay. It's okay. The, I, I tell my listeners all the time, we are live on yes. Monday <laughs> and any and everything can happen on Monday, but the best is what we prepare for. <laughs> yes. But thank you. Now, I'm really excited to be here with you and have an opportunity to have this discussion. This is an exciting time yes. for all of those who are in the community preparing to get students ready for for college, um, even if you have someone that is in elementary and middle and high school. Yes. This is part about getting college ready is just beginning this process early on. And so it's never too early to start thinking about it and preparing yourself <laughs> and preparing your child or your person that you're that your student ready for college. Absolutely. So when you're talking about in terms of just college readiness, I said that I've been an educator. I am now a full operating mental health provider. However, um, getting these youngsters ready from preschool, I say, uh -huh. uh, when we start to have them do um, play and do careers, sure. like they want to be Superman, they want to be Batman, they want to be doctors and nurses and absolutely. teachers. That's it. That absolutely. When you're talking about, you see them, like you said, in preschool mm -hmm. early on, or if you are in your community and I want to gauge this conversation in every, so you don't have to be a parent necessarily. I mean, a parent is one part, but we all have, we're it's all a village. aunties. It is a village. We're aunties, we're uncles, we're godparents, we're cousins, we're brothers, we're sisters. And so we have young people in our lives. So when you see them playing and they're doing their sort of play even as young as two and three years old, having those conversations, oh, you want to be a doctor? What school do you think you want to go to? You, what college? And you can even having those conversations and they may look at you like, what are you talking about? I just want to be a doctor. But introducing that language to them early on, it never hurts because it then gets them ready. Not only are we introducing the language, we are actually needing to have 
actual conversations yes. with our children with our families. Yeah. Um, I, I actually got an opportunity to talk to a couple of my family members over the last few months, just on knowing and understanding that, you know, we grew up together, but don't really know what each other actually does. Yeah. 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 You know, you yeah. know, you have a sister or brother, uh, <laughs> Uh, uncle, an aunt, or what have you, but knowing what they actually do for their livelihood, for their yep. career, is is a conversation that gets kind of shadowed. And you, you know they go to work. You they you you know that they may X Y and Z. However, you don't know the ins and outs of it. And so it's been interesting that journey, but interesting having the conversation with your nieces, with your nephew with your um, godchildren, with, yes. your, with yep. just p children in the community, That's letting it. them know what you do for a living, what school you went to, That's if it. you went to school. That's it, yes. And that process, how, how did you get there? Because a lot of times people, and I love that you said if you went to, because I, I would love to open up the conversation as we talk about college, but also career ready, because it can look yes. a lot of different things. So. If you are, you know, an auto mechanic, which is wonderful, how did you get into that position? What sort of education? Because nowadays there is a career readiness that you have to go to school. Most, yes. most, most of these positions that you have, it, school looks different. So some might be a four-year college. Some might be a two-year college. Some may be a technical school. But there is some schooling involved. Some schooling, some, some certification, should, some licensing. Yep. Yep involved yeah. and it may take six weeks it may take nine <laughs> months yes. nine months it may take you know 18 months it yeah. just depends but i think what we um really need to do a better job of and it starts at home yes that's it it starts at home and and i say that you know again it starts at that's home, at home. <laughs> Yep, that's it, it. It starts in our individual homes. That's it. You know, telling our children what we do for a living, the that's process it. of getting the job that we have um, for a long time. You know, yeah, my son is 22. And so for a long time, all he knew was that, you know, mommy talked to people. <laughs> <laughs> But didn't know how you did that. Like, how did you get there? Yeah. Like, mom, but you just go talk to people all day. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But not, not real. But as a youngster for, for him and a lot of his friends, that's what it looks like. Exactly. Because, you know, they don't get to come into my work as a therapist that's or it. as a hypnotherapist. They, they only know, you know, what One part I say. Of it. Like, you know, that people are appointed to me and da, 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 but they really don't know. And when, once I had those conversations, you know, it opened up another That's it. lens for not only him, but his friends and my family and, and, and my nieces and nephews. Yeah. Because they were like, that's a thing. <laughs> 
And that's what I love about it, what you said. And that's why I said, again, opening up, I wanted this conversation to be expansive of not just yes. a parent. So if you have oh. a child, most of us, anybody listening to this, you have some young person in your life somewhere yes. <laughs> that you love and care for, whether, again, if it's a niece, a nephew, an a aunt, I mean, um, a godchild, yes. a husband, someone, a neighbor down the street, someone, invest in and, and educate them because you may introduce them to a career they never thought about. And you think you're like, I do it every day. You're like, oh, well, I just do this. And no, we need to educate each other about the careers that we have, the things that we do, because this may be something where someone's like, I never knew what that was a thing. That was a thing. That was a career, but more than likely and an opportunity for me. And what it can sometimes do for children, for younger, it can be a game changer. It could really transform because they could be at school every day feeling like this is the worst. I don't want to be, you know, everybody. Everybody in my family is a teacher, but I don't want to do that. But yes. you might be, you know, a food, um, you know, a food technician or doing something. And and this person loves working in the kitchen and you can introduce them to that opportunity. Or you may be an owner of a restaurant. And like, I never knew how to. Well, let me show you how you can be a restaurateur and how you can open and operate a restaurant, a business person. I mean, it is so it's a part of our and that is what a part of college and career readiness is, is it takes all of us to be a part of that process and it does take all of us and it takes us also um you know just making sure that we are making the time yeah making the time available because so often again we visit family family visits us we will encounter um you know, children, if we are visiting or doing mm-hmm. career day at school. And I would encourage any and everyone, yes. if you are a part of a community, go to your local elementary, That's high it. school, middle school, and ask them when is career day so you can yeah. share your career. Our children need to know more often what is out there. How can we? Um, expand their, I guess, view and vision of their, their futures. Absolutely. They really don't know. And they really think that it is just, you know, oh, what, and a lot of times they don't know because they don't know what their, what their parents do even. That's it. Yeah. It's that exposure. And I thank you for highlighting that. I know as we talk further, Um, We'll talk about the other ways that we provide college and career readiness. But I wanted to start this conversation and starting at home first. And so I think it is, if nothing else, if you don't take anything from this conversation, it really starts in your own community, spending time with those those children that you love and care for and educating them about who you are, what you do. How did you get into this position? Did you do a career change? Why did you make that change? You know, what sort of things you would do differently? What are you doing? We need to hear that. And I would say this is a perfect time. Family reunions, activities are yes. coming up. And, you know, we're winding down family reunion season. Hopefully we're going into the holiday season. And so when you're yes. at the holiday dinner, talk about it. Talk about your job. Talk about your job. Talk about um, even other interests that you may have. Yes. Yeah. One of the things that is so crucial is our children really think that once you get a career or once you get a job, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Like that's your job. And and 
and I tell them, you know, quite often, even in just in my case, I have had 10 to 15 different opportunities of careers and jobs and experiences that have led to where I am today. Yeah. Yeah, Um, So it's not, you know, me starting as a cashier at, you know, 14, 15 years old, (laughs) like I, I didn't stay there. Um, and it's so what what else could you have done? Like I've done so many different yes. things and gone to school yeah. that it did not just, you know, limit my view of what else could you um, be able to do? What else can you be able to do? Yes, absolutely. I agree. Totally. So as we continue this conversation, we're going to come back. But what we really want you to get out of this first segment is it starts at home. Home. That's it. It starts at home. You're the first educator for your children. It starts at home. You are. Listeners, we can't get that enough to get out there to you. The message is that you are your first and foremost educator of your child, your niece, your nephew, of of all the little ones that are in your career, life, they all benefit from knowing uh-huh. you. Um, and what y- we charge you to do is now open up about Thank that. Thank you, share. What does that, that is your call to action, to yep. share with your inside family and outside family. We will be back in just a moment with Dr. Nikki of Bowie State University, and we will talk about career and college readiness. See you soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. When you need professional medical information that's a little more reliable than what you can get from an online search, you may want to actually ask a real doctor. On Ask a Doctor, what your doctor wants you to know with Dr. Virgie, you'll learn everything medical experts really want you to know. Dr. Virgie and her expert guests will reveal insider secrets and true life stories covering health and medical care, personal finance and medical debt management, and health policy. Ask a doctor what your doctor wants you to know with Dr. Virgie every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, join us on the show at 866 472 
866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton. Welcome back, listeners. You are here at Your Therapy Doctor, and we are talking to Dr. Nikki Poindexter Ham. She is at Bowie State University, making sure that our students are college and career ready through the counseling department. But we want, I want to know a little more about you since we're talking about careers. What is it that you actually do at Bowie State University, and how does that impact students that you encounter on a daily and yearly basis? Yes. Well, I am really excited. I Yes, I am at these Bowie State University. <laughs> I would say the oldest HBCU in the state of Maryland. We are over 150 years old. We look good. I tell people we don't look how long we don't look our age. We look good. You do look good. You <laughs> but, do um, look good. Bowie State is a great, great institution. It's a great place. And one of the things that I have really the honor of doing is serving our students as associate director for clinical counseling. What that means is I work with our graduate students who are in their final stage. They're preparing to go out and be counselors. If you think about it, like your doctor, yes, your doctor, your teachers who do a student teaching or your doctors who do a residency. Well, counselors, they actually do a year, typically a year or a year and a half of what we call an intern and practicum placement. Before they go out to be an actual counselor or therapist, they do a supervised time where they're working with their clinical sites as well as working with the university and we provide supervision. So I help to coordinate, facilitate, and help with that process and that placement and provide support to our students. So to me, I think it is one of the most exciting things that I can do. I always say to our students, I have the opportunity to really, I try and set our students up for success. And what I mean by that when I say set them up for success is to me, success means they graduate when they want to and get a job. (laughs) So that's my job. It's to help them through that process. Um, And so I've thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy it, watching our um, students move on with the next stage in their life. And actually, it's a part of, actually, believe it or not, that career readiness, that college readiness is a lifelong journey because you, a lot of times some students will come in thinking, oh, you know what, I really want to work with this one population, maybe with people who are experiencing housing insecurity. That's yes. a population I want to work with. But then they get and do an internship and they're like, no, I don't think I want to that. I think I maybe want to work with children. And so then they may switch. And, and that's part of that conversation of really constantly evolving and changing um, as you are working, uh, as I'm working with them um, well, in, in the next stage. And I'm going to piggyback on that because that just brings about so much um, just light to having conversations with our students and with our children in our homes because they may get to experience you know or hear from you about what you do and then they're like oh i really want to do that or they're like oh i don't think i want to um and and one of the things I think highlights this is when that you remember when they used to have take your um, child to work. Yes. Right? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. When they t- you take your child to work. They. But how about this? How about if your child um, picks a 
aunt or uncle or a community leader yeah. to, to, to go shadow. Um, if we start to open our careers up to children in the community and, and those things such as in every elementary school um, that I've ever been a part of, yeah. even middle and high school, we've always had career days. Yes. And um, and and I am also a part of a sorority, like you're a part of a sorority, yes. and we also do college and career days as well. Yes. And so that's why I say to parents, to to teachers, to um, any individual, if you have a career, and you may not like your career, but it is a career. It is a livelihood. Mm-hmm. How did you get there? How do you explain that to your child or to that significant youngster in your life who is aspiring to do something yeah. more than um, exist? Yeah. Um, and I think when you're even talking about with schools, so we were talking about working with the community members, but now even we move into at the school at the K twelve school level. Yes, I can't encourage I, I encourage all family members to reach out to your your K twelve school in every school. I can speak in most schools in the state of Maryland. Well, you have a school counselor, yes. but also I work with American School Counseling Association. So school counselors are in a majority of schools throughout our country. And their job is just that, is really to provide resources, college and career information and resources, as well as social emotional support. So call your local school, your elementary, your middle or high school, and reach out to that school counselor. Find out, do you have a career day program? Let me get some school counselors do something. I used to do this when I was a school counselor called career lunches, because sometimes career yes. day is overwhelming. And they would invite you in if you are a mortician, for example, come yes. on in, have lunch with our students, talk about what you do for a living. How did you get into this career? And what I find is people are sometimes will say, oh, I can't come on this one day because of scheduling conflicts. But when I opened up and did these career lunches, it was amazing to me. Transformative. How many, yes. How many people were saying, oh, I'll be happy to come in because here's the other part I find sometimes. And other, I will say this to all of our adults that are out there. It's so amazing to me. You have adults who will speak to 500 other adults, but you ask them to speak in front of a whole group of kids. Oh, my like, goodness. They're scared. And so I found that they play yes. are more open to doing career lunches because it doesn't feel as intimidating because it's a smaller group. So I say that to say, reach out to your child's school to find out when their career day or if they're doing a career lunch or what sort of career program they have. But the other part is... Also reach out to see how you can be a part of it, too, how you can share your time, your resources, your information with the school about who you are and what you do. Trust me, believe it or not. And I don't want anybody to feel like, well, I'm just a secretary. So No. Or I just I'm just a cashier. Yeah. No, I'm just a cashier at the grocery store. No, I would have them come to to my career days because guess what? That is a career. That's that is a way of supporting your family. Yep. And our children need to know that there are ranges. Thank you. Yes. That that come with being able to support yourself. Yep. Support your family. Because, you know, we went through this whole 
pandemic and this whole um, career change we've been through inflation we've been through just you know the economic system just bottoming out and people had to adjust that's it and so what did that look like sound like and feel like in terms of jobs and careers and even becoming an entrepreneur that's yeah and what you were saying i always say that the reality and you talked about this earlier is if we're really honest, then we're going to have many iterations of our career. Yes. And so you may be a cashier at this one point for this period of time, and then you may move and transition to something else and then transition to something else. And so I want to normalize that for our, because yes. ideally in a nice world, we'll live to the ripe old age of 110, maybe yes. 90 or something like that. So if you think about it from 20 to, that's almost 70 years. And you're, the reality is you're not going to stay in that one career no. for 70 years. And nor would you want to. Who wants to? Exactly. So nor let's embrace, would you want to. And so let's embrace exposing. So I encourage you, if you go and reaching out and don't just say to that, oh, I'm just this. Reach out to your local school to see how you can share your job experiences, what you're doing, who you are, how you got into this career, what maybe is your next step, where you're looking to go from here. And understanding that the trajectory of a career could be, I start as a cashier, but then now I am the manager of a store, and now I am a regional manager of a chain, and now I am the CEO. Oh, or maybe I'm a vice president, like, or I, you know, of operations, you know, there are so many different ways that we need to start to expand for people and definitely our youngsters, what college and career readiness means. And it means a layer of opportunities to become whatever you want to become with the right training. And the right opportunities, whether it be a vocational school, whether it be a um, technical school, whether it be a two-year college, yes. um, or a college and university of four to five years. Because do understand, not all careers will end up with you needing to have a a full five-year degree or a master's or even a doctorate, Mm -hmm. but it may inquire that you have an entry level of skill set. And that is what we need our children to be and parents to be ready for is to be able to have those types of conversations in the home and at your local college or universities. You can also speak to your high school school counselor or school psychologist to inquire about this because the next thing that we really are going to have to talk about is the the feelings and emotions that come with entering college, College. (laughs) leaving high school. You know, what do we do? Dr. Nikki, we have gotten into a uh, 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 so much of a, I'd say, pandemonium when it comes to emotions because our students sometimes are not ready emotionally. They may That's be it. ready academically and they may be ready on, you know, an instructional level. However, when we get to talk about 
the things that we experience in in terms of students and families and parents. Absolutely. You know, being scared um, for their children to go to college or to enter into this next phase of life. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I look forward to talking about those ways to provide support for you as you enter into that next phase of life. Yes, because here's the thing, listeners, as much as we would love to know that our that we have prepared our children, sometimes we miss the boat of knowing and understanding where our children are emotional, emotionally mm-hmm. and mentally when it comes to, you know, going off to college or even in their senior year preparing to graduate. So we're going to come back in a few moments after this next break. And we're going to talk to you about what are those things that we need to look for so that our students are prepared. This is your therapy doctor, and we'll be right back. us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Mental health education, awareness, relationships, self-care, mental health therapies, and topics surrounding trauma. Your therapy doctor, hosted by Dr. Pauline Belton, has it all. Dr. Belton is a licensed clinical professional counselor and a board-certified hypnotherapist. She will help you in the areas of mental health awareness, getting yourself ready for therapy, and so much more. Your Therapy Doctor, Mondays at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. In this polarizing age of misinformation, it is critical to examine the lessons of the past on history, culture, and trauma. Ingrid Cochran, CEO of Paces Connection, and her guests will explore historical trauma and outline how our collective past shades our perception of today's world and our shared experiences. In this podcast, we will examine the impact of past atrocious cultural events and the impact of the systemic trauma of racism and poverty on the human experience. Ingrid and her guest will also outline what is needed for our collective healing. Please join us for History, Culture, and Trauma, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton.
hello listeners welcome back to your therapy doctor we are here with dr nikki poindexter ham and she is talking to us about career and college readiness we want to extend the conversation and dr nikki i we were just talking during the break about just how do we get our students emotionally and mentally ready for this next phase of life? Because so often, you know, parents, guardians, um, we forget that, or we just think our, our children um, or, you know, nieces, nephew, however you may, identify them that, you know, oh, they have a strong personality or they're okay, or they, they just aren't ready or they don't feel as if they're ready, that confidence level or that just anxiety of doing something new. And because that's really what it is, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a different shift in how their life will look or unfold, whether they're going to college or whether they are starting a career. Yeah. It is not as uniformed (laughs) as, you know, you're going to wake up and you're you know, in class at eight o'clock and yeah. it's going to, you're going to be there until three. Um, and then you figure out the rest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, I think it is. I, I, one of the things I can't stress enough when we're talking is that it can feel very um, uncomfortable and very much out of, because you're trying something new Yes, and you are particularly your child, a student is feeling like, well, feeling uncertain, feeling worried. And here's the kicker. And the big difference is if you think about when you were going through that phase, you did not have social media. Social no. media is a game changer. So you're having social yes. media and your child, your nephew, niece who is looking at social media and seeing everybody excited, moving in and everything like that. But they're like, I'm not feeling that way. I'm feeling nervous. I'm feeling scared. I'm feeling Nobody's angry. posting that and, well, and and I don't want to say nobody's a, a but rarely that. rarely are you seeing that as the dominating yep. um, trend that oh it's is such a nervous you know tension coming yeah. to college and meeting people from around the world world that's because it. you've been you've been in your own little community that's it your own town or your own state yes that when you do go to another university you're meeting all of these different people yeah i have a like my niece just started her um her freshman year at her university. And this is her first time, you know, being away from home, being away from family. She's in another state. But we had to rally around her to ensure that, you know, she had people she could call. Yes. That she, she did, she felt like she had enough resources available for her to be able to, um, you know, soar and to be able to call when she's feeling or in need of talking to someone. And that's the part of it. I think that a lot of times it is normalizing that feeling because the reality is you can feel like I'm the only one. And the reality is you're not. So I cannot stress enough 
as family members to do a couple different things, even if you don't feel like you need to find out the counseling center at your local university yes. where your child is going to school. Even if you're going to commu- find out and just connect with just to know how do I access? How should my child just to share that? Now, you may or may not need to, but baby, if you need to, this is how you can access the counseling center. Every university, I can guarantee university Every. not only has a counseling center. Yes. And they're investing into that counseling center. And more times than not, your child has access to that center at no cost. Well, you're paying for it because you're paying tuition. You're paying, tu- <laughs> paying tuition. <laughs> so it's wrapped into your tuition costs. Um, and the counseling center is typically, usually, nine times out of ten, hired and trained by licensed professionals, mental health professionals. Absolutely. And Absolutely. so you're getting top-notch expertise resources that is a point of reference to go to so i encourage you i encourage you i encourage you every person just to reach out now you may not need it but just to know how to access it because it's there for you and i want to also let 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 our listeners know too as you're also getting to know the college uh, counseling center on, on your university campuses, on your college campuses, even on your tech, technical campuses, yep. even if they are run by the counseling department that also has their interns that are becoming counselors, they are supervised by licensed clinical professional counselors. Yes who are ensuring that they know the proper steps, that they know the proper cadence when it comes to therapy, when it comes to um, ensuring that the mental health and wellness of their students are in compliance. So interns, um, mental health interns are also being supervised by licensed mental health professionals who are there to ensure that they are doing what is needed and necessary for each and every student and child. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that. Thank you for pointing that out. I think sometimes people always look. Oh, I don't know if I'm, I want my to an intern. A lot of times, I always say interns actually are getting. If your person, if you're someone that's seeing an intern, you're actually getting even more supervision because you'll have the licensed person as well you as have, the you have essentially two therapists for one person. Because the goal is ethically, as a counselor, you really do want to make sure that you are doing no harm to the patients and yes. clients that you're seeing. So you want to make sure that if that intern is not going to sit in front of you if they're not ready and prepared. Absolutely. And then the Absolutely. other part I would say is, you know, as you're getting ready, is reach out to your doctor, your medical professional, At your pediatrician. My next and, thought, yes. And say, look, Nikki's going away to school. Do you have a referral list? We're reaching out to the university, but do you have and just to build that connection, believe it or not, your general practitioner is a lot of times connected with wonderful mental health resources in the community and other communities. And in other communities and other states. Yep. Um, and as well as if you're already seeing a therapist. That's, there if you you're go. already seeing a therapist, I know for me, I have several um, college students as well as seniors that are off on their way to college. Yep. And what I would definitely want for each and every person to very much invest in, if you have insurance, talk to your insurance provider 
and let your insurance provider know, look, my youngster is on their way to college. Yes. What are the parameters? What are, what, what can they know and do in -hmm. terms of the insurance? Are they able to continue seeing their therapist, you know, virtually? Yep. Are they, are they able to see their therapist? to see a therapist in that state. Yep. Are they able to do what's called a coordination of care? Yes. Where yes. they are talking to their therapist that they're used to and have a rapport with and as well as talking to someone on the university university. campus. Yes. Because you want to have someone close by for them to be able to speak to and know and understand, but you also want them to be able to be able to tap into the therapist that they've been working with already and have a history to, and have a history with. Yes. That they want to be able to transition that or have the both therapists to talk to each other so they can give the child or the young adult the best care possible. Absolutely. I can I think one of those things that is really significant or the probably the most significant part of it is just really highlighting that it is so important to start this process with, you know, that you yes. have resources um, and to so start that process. And the other p- piece I would say, parent, guardian, family member is involved that young adult because they're now the young yes, adult. They're young adults. <laughs> and you're going to get really upset because. You know, as a parent, I turned around and, you know, I'm taking my son, you know, to college and they're like, um, he needs to answer or he needs to <laughs> yes. fill this out. Yes. Or he's, and I'm like, but I always fill this. What do you mean? <laughs> and that's a part of it. As a university, uh, we, I tell people a lot of times I will not have a conversation with a parent or person without that student present. present. Because I said they're, these are they're, they're HIPAA and FERPA laws and they are an yes. adult. And so I that and. I, and I, I will full. I'm a parent as well, and I would, I would be like, "What do you mean? That's my child." Well, no, no, no. <laughs> That's no. a young adult. Exactly. Yeah. Then they always will be your baby. I'm not gonna argue with that. Yes. But they're an adult, and so they have to. So as you are working and finding out all of those information and those resources, actively engage. I would even say empower your young adult to say, "Call and find out the university counseling center." report back to me, call your doctor and find out, you know, the speak to your therapist and find out about, you know, the any therapist in the areas because they need to begin to take ownership of that. Now, that's a hard thing. I will admit, I'm telling you as a parent myself, it's a hard thing to start to pull back. It's a hard thing for the parent and the child, (laughs) but mostly the parent. Parent. But what we need them to know and understand is you are preparing your youngster to be independent and to know that, okay, I can do this and I have support. And so what we as adults have to learn how to do is shift. That's it. How we support our youngsters. Our youngsters don't necessarily need direct support. They may need more of a sideline support, meaning that, okay, I'm going to be right here. I'm going to be right here. You go ahead and call your doctor, make your appointment. You go ahead and talk to your advisor and make your appointment and get your information. And then if there's anything that you need to discuss, let's talk about it so that we can 
teach our youngsters how to develop those critical thinking skills, but also those critical skills needed to problem solve and make decisions, but also for them to be encouraged and confident about the decisions that they make, knowing and understanding that guess what? If this is not the right decision, I get to make another one. Another one. one. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I can't even think. I think one of the things that's so important is, and I love that part of it, is the the support of that, which you just said, which is so important because they need to understand, believe it or not, there are soft skills that some, I'm going to just speak for me, may not know how to make a doctor's appointment. So you just have to think. So I love that you said that. To be right next to them to say, I'm right here next to you. You need to call and make a doctor's appointment. <laughs> and and allow them to do that. Yeah. We are so excited about this topic. We yes. will be right back with you. This is your therapy doctor, and I am Dr. Pauline Belton. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton. Hello, listeners. We are back. This is your therapy doctor, Dr. Pauline Belton, and I am here with Dr. Nikki Poindexter Ham. She is the associate director of counseling <laughs> at Bowie State University, and we have been just talking about this passionate topic of getting youngsters college and career ready. Um, but most important, the role that we play 
as adults in our youngsters and every youngster that we encounter in their lives. This is such an important time for them. And so um, let's talk about and let's wrap up for our listeners. What are some of those important things that we need to think about in terms of getting our children college and career ready? Because you talked before about soft skills and those hard skills. And there are a couple that that I am most, um, uh, I, I usually tell my parents and I tell my youngsters that is needed. And, and, and I know Adults, you're probably going to clutch your pearls and, you know, punch through a wall. But here's the thing. One of the things that I think is very important is teaching our children how to secure documents, Mm -hmm. how to have important documents in their possession and being able to secure them. Yeah. Case in point, we are in pandemic and some of everything else that's happening out in the world today. And so immunization um, information is, 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 yes, that's important for our children to have, our youngsters to have, especially if they're going off to college, or even if they're living in the state that they're going to college, you still, even if they are at home, you need to begin to release Yes, that responsibility to your youngsters to be able to care for documents. So here's here's a here's a case in point being able to say to your child, you know, if they need immunization records, they need to have a copy of that. They need to have an updated copy Mm -hmm. of their immunization record. The other thing that they need is a copy not not just a photocopy but an actual second card of of their social security card yep they need that because that is an important document for registering and being a part of any university any job yeah your your students need to know that immunization records their social security card and a copy a real copy a state copy of their birth certificate yeah And I know this is scary for you. And that each of your children, they need it. If they don't have a driver's license, they need to have a state ID. ID, yeah. A valid state ID. And keeping up with that. And I love what you're saying. Because I think one of the things you can begin, because if you're like me, you're like, I would never trust my child with their social security card, but you're going to have to at some point. So let's yes. start in that second half of the their senior year. You say, here's your social security card. Where are you going to put it? How do, and you begin working with them through this process while they're home with you in that senior year yes. of high school, which they get ready to go away. Because at some point, they have to... They need these things. And they then you teach them about the responsibility of keeping those things safe and secure because they are going to go out in the world and they are going to be in places where they have to be able to maintain and keep safe and secure their Social Security, their driver's license, their birth certificate, their passport. I mean, I yes. thought of giving, I'll be honest. I thought their of insurance my, card. Their insurance card of giving that to my child would scare me. But the reality is I have to begin 
early on and I would recommend in the senior year your high school you begin having those you have those conversations ongoing yes but then you give them these things and they need to we talk Release about their responsibility we, yep where do we store that how do we keep it why is it important to keep it safe and secure how do we manage that who do we share it with do we share it with everybody and these are things that you are practicing and having mm-hmm. those conversations with them and and you need to practice and have these conversations often yes because even in their senior year um getting them ready if if something is going on have them also to shop and go you know buy their own um hygiene yes yep items have them start to buy their own you know they buy their own clothes and stuff but guess what you still buy their deodorant deodorant and detergent (laughs) kids not even washing their clothes my son knew how to wash his clothes at eight and nine years old honey go ahead (laughs) look i'm sorry yes yes indeed and because they do need these yeah they need and you know they need to know how to cook simple meals yes they need to now I granted adults, granted, yes, you will be handing these documents over as a release of responsibility, but do understand, I I know the the fear that comes with that. I have a whole (laughs) set of everything that I give my son. I have a whole, you can order multiple Multiple copies. copies so that you can have a secure set at home but give a set to your youngster so that they know and understand how to even get these documents how because we don't know life happens yes life happens and if they have to go to an emergency room if they need to go you know to the counseling department if they need to go get a job to supplement um you know, expenses, they will have those documents. This is how you begin to prepare your students for that next level of growth in their college and career um, status. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the things I also want to encourage you as we begin to close out, um, and I know we're wrapping up with resources, is to even as you as a parent getting ready to, as you're transitioning, is to go to some places that I think are great that I go to as a professional. So I'm a part of the American School Counselor Association. They have resources for us as counselors. But guess what? You can race, go to those free resources that are available to the community regarding college readiness. Another great place that I go to is the National Association of School Psychologists. I'm not a school psychologist, but they have tons of yes. free resources on navigating so many different things that can be really helpful. So I encourage you as a parent, as a community member, to go to those places. And the last place is the um, Association for School Social Workers. They also have some great resources. And those are all awesome for our parents and students to know. And if you get stuck, just go to psychologytoday.com. Yes. yes. That is easy or talk to your primary care physician, physician. talk to your primary care physician. Listeners, it has been my absolute pleasure having Dr. Nikki on. She will be back with us to share more information as we get into the college year and hopefully to help you to continue to support your youngster as they continue their college and career onset. 
Wonderful. Okay. Thank, Thank you, you, Dr. Nikki. Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, remember, you can follow Dr. Nikki at Bowie State University. And as always, yourtherapydoctor.com. Enjoy your week and know that mental health is important because you are important. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Your Therapy Doctor. We hope we have given you some useful information to make your therapy journey easier. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week.